0: Om namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Śrīma Bhagavatam, Kanta 4, Chapter 28. Puranjana becomes a woman in his next life, text number 49. Evam-vada-panti-bala nugit Aditya Daryo Bartu Rudat अतिथा Padiova Tru, Patita Padiova Yashun Yavarta Yat, Rudat Yes, from your the the innocent woman, you in the solitary forest, and who we'll get Strictly adherent the him unto her husband. Patita fallen down. Pariyo at the feet. bartu of her husband. Rudati while crying. Ashuni tears avatayat Translation: that most obedient wife thus fell down at the feet of her dead husband and began to cry pitifully in that solitary forest. Thus the tears rolled down from her eyes by divine grace AC just as a devoted wife becomes afflicted at the passing away of her husband when the spiritual master passes away the disciple becomes similarly bereaved so actually there are two points there and I'll read the next text because both of those points in the purport are fully explained in the next pericope. So, text number 15. She then prepared a blazing fire with firewood and placed the dead body of her husband upon it. When this was finished, she lamented severely and prepared herself to perish in the fire with her husband. Report It is the long standing tradition of the Vedic system that a faithful wife dies along with her husband. This is called Sahamarana. In India, this system was prevalent even to the date of British occupation. At that time, however, a wife who did not wish to die with her husband was sometimes forced to do so by her relatives. Formerly that was not the case. The wife used to enter the fire voluntarily. The British government stopped this practice considering it inhuman. However, from the early history of India we find that when Maharaj Pandu died, He was survived by his two wives Madri and Kunti. The question was whether both should die or one should die. After the death of Maharaj Pandu, his wife settled that one should remain and the other should go. Madri would perish with her husband in the fire and Kunti would remain to take charge of the five Pandit children. Even as late as 1936, we saw a devoted wife voluntarily enter the fire of her husband. This indicates that a devotee's wife must be prepared to act in such a way. Similarly, a devoted disciple of the spiritual master would rather die with the spiritual master than fail to execute the spiritual master's mission. As the Supreme Personality of Godhead comes down upon this earth to re-establish the principles of religion, so his representative, the spiritual master, also comes to re-establish religious principles. It is the duty of the disciples to take charge of the mission of the spiritual master and execute it properly. Otherwise the disciples should decide, decide to die along with the spiritual master. In other words, to execute the will of the spiritual master, the disciple should be prepared to lay down his life and abandon all personal considerations. So, in this verse... There are concepts here that we may not be familiar with in our you know, current modern society because in modern society um, pe- you know, uh, people are hesitant to even marry because there's not that level of attachment that I will live with this one person for the whole duration of my life, uh, currently, you know, under many different excuses, But basically uh, either people don't get married, or they marry and leave the back door open, <laughs> meaning that you know they're always you know saying to one another that. This may not be forever. It it may be just for now, maybe for some time, but the back door is open. I may leave, you may leave. That is the state. So these concepts uh, are sometimes very difficult for us to understand this um, uh, absolute devotion. And of course, it shouldn't be confused with the... um, uh, most things in the course of time become corrupted and so, uh, as Prabhupada mentioned, that um, formerly uh, the wife was so devoted to the husband and the husband to the wife that when, if the husband uh, died before the wife, that living was unbearable for the wife. And entering the fire uh, was actually considered, uh, that would be better. The, the, the fire burning within the heart uh, of the wife, uh, out of separation, she would not know how she would uh, go through the day, let alone many years. It was unbearable. It was, it was a burning fire, uh, that she could not endure. So uh, they would uh, voluntarily enter the fire, and of course, uh, whatever destination the husband achieved, they would immediately go to that destination. The husband, actually, by that chastity alone, uh, the wife was ensured to at least go to the heavenly planets. And by that chastity alone, there's such a powerful vow. Uh, religious realm so these things are very difficult for us to understand because we have very little experience <laughs> of these things and, and and what experience we do have we have experience of a corrupted version as in uh, you know uh, previously in India during the British rule they noticed that uh, when the husband uh, died people from the Indian continent had lost the meaning of the ritual and were performing the ritual without any understanding and uh, the wife may not have had that attachment to her husband which she would have preferred while go on living and that would forcibly make her enter you know, the fire so the whole thing became uh, um, uh, as with uh, most things uh, corrupted but in the course of time and so, uh, thankfully, the British uh, stopped that practice. They they banned that practice. Um, and and there are still things that, that go on uh, in a similar way in India. You know, the dowry is a big issue of contention. You know, sometimes if the you know the dowry, the uh, bride's parents would give what they could, you know, to uh, uh, as a gift. Uh, to uh, help the bride in her new marriage uh, that would give what they could now you know the, uh, what happens is that sometimes if uh, the parents haven't given enough then you know they set fire to the the bride yeah well, you'd get not given enough money and still you know it still happens you know they try that it's outlawed but still to this day you know these things will, will happen there are actually I've seen documentaries about this. There are many, many uh, homes and hospitals filled with hundreds of women, all scarred, you know, being burnt, you know, by angry husbands. Uh, we didn't get enough, you know, there in the right hand. So there are many different uh, distortions of this. So uh, it needs a little explanation. And and similarly, what to speak of. Uh, the spiritual understanding because the spiritual understanding this uh, section here is dealing with uh, uh, it is an analogy and the analogy is underlying the spiritual truths and the spiritual path and here uh, the wife uh, the, the queen and the king the king has passed away the queen the uh, queen represents the disciple and the king representing the guru. So here, again, uh, this spiritual, that uh, Prabhupada is mentioning that the disciple has a similar attitude with regard to the spiritual master. Um, And that is even more difficult to understand. Uh, So that also needs explanation. And of course, going back to the you know, example of the wife and the husband, uh, we would have to understand what a loving relationship there was between the husband and the wife, that the, the wife would be so devoted uh, that could, could not bear you know, her existence without... So the husband is very qualified, was very reciprocal. Um, not that she couldn't wait to get rid of him. Couldn't wait for him the die. <laughs> it's a she, you know, she felt that there was a, a, a loving exchange there, uh, and similarly uh, with the guru, uh, the disciple feels that there is a loving exchange. Actually, you know, it's a very interesting example here of spiritual life because what it also shows is how. Personal, uh, the philosophy of Krishna consciousness is it's very, very personal, and therefore, even for those on the spiritual path, in an impersonal way, uh, you know, without a, an understanding that the per, the absolute truth is personal, and that we living entities have an eternal loving relationship with the personality of Godhead, even those on the spiritual path would also have a bit, uh, difficulty in understanding this example. Because, you know, Prabhupada once, uh, when he was uh, along the banks of the Ganges, he, he, he got one of his disciples, Sannyasi disciples, Prabhupada leant on his shoulder and took his arm to get down to the bank of the Ganges. And when he got down to the bottom, then he pushed his disciples away and his disciple was shocked and he said this is how the uh, Mayabhadis uh, deal with their Guru or God uh, is that they take use from the Guru and then after taking use from the Guru and considering themselves liberated they then reject the Guru. Because in the their conception of the spiritual world, there is no Guru disciple. Everything is one. That aspect to them is considered something which exists in the material world. Maya. So even they, they cannot understand uh, you know, these examples. This is... Uh, The example itself uh, shows the very personal nature uh, of our philosophy. And so, Srila Prabhupada is saying that, uh, you know, the disciple, uh, uh, similarly, a devoted disciple of the spiritual master would rather die with the spiritual master than fail to execute the spiritual master's mission. So, it's not expected, Prabhupada, the way he's presenting this purport. It's not expected that the um, disciple will want to, will, should uh, give up their life when the spiritual master leaves this world. Uh, in fact, I'll try to say that again in a very clear way. If the spiritual master leaves his body, do not give up your body. <laughs> I'll make it very clear. Okay, any questions? Good. No, that's not what we're saying. Because sometimes... Uh, in the course of this time, uh you know, some people have given up their life, uh, you know, committed suicide, in the name of thinking there is something in our philosophy that uh, it encourages that. But there is nothing in our philosophy to encourage anyone to ever voluntarily give up their life. And that's very important we're stating that. So that's not what this purport is saying. Actually, it's stated in the 10th canto, we get the example of uh, Vasudev, that when Vasudev was, um, his wife, Deviki, was about to be killed by Kamsa, Vasudev tried everything within his means to protect his wife and, of course, to also protect himself. Kamsa had heard an omen that the eighth child of Vasudev and Devaki would actually uh, kill Kamsa. That was the prophecy he heard from the prophetic voice of the demigod speaking that. And so he's immediately. Uh, he, then both Vasudeva and Devaki. Their lives were a threat. And first of all, Kamsa wanted to kill Devaki. And we we see there that one should. It is one's duty to actually, as far as possible, protect one's life and the life of others. That is actually the duty. That is the example, even of Krishna's father. Um, if one uh, to one's full extent tries to protect one's life and the life of others, if somehow or another that person uh, cannot save their life, then there is no fault. But one should never ever uh, not perform that duty of trying to protect one's life, protect the life of others. So what Prabhupada is saying is that uh, a disciple may be so uh, saddened uh, at the loss of the spiritual master uh, that uh, you know they may f- feel that uh, what what is the use of life without the spiritual master? But what we understand that. In the spiritual master's presence, we follow both the vapa and the vani. We, we take association with the spiritual master's physical presence, and we also take association with the spiritual master through his following his instructions. When the spiritual master leaves this world, we get the same uh, association with the spiritual master—100% association by following his instructions, by hearing his instructions and following that is running. So actually the presence of the spiritual master is fully present and again, uh, so one tries to fulfill the mission of the spiritual master and by fulfilling the mission of the spiritual master, always being connected with the instructions of the spiritual master, one always feels the, the strong presence. Therefore Srila Prabhupada says a devoted disciple of the spiritual master would rather die with the spiritual master than fail to execute the spiritual master's mission. It is the duty of the disciples to take charge of the mission of the spiritual master and execute it properly. Otherwise the disciple should decide to die along with the spiritual master. In other words, To execute the will of the spiritual master, the disciple should be prepared to lay down his life and abandon all personal considerations. And Prabhupada puts it that way. Without the spiritual master, uh, we should be prepared to die. Or in other words, in executing the order of the spiritual master, one should be prepared to lay down one's life. And of course, uh, we have seen, uh, you know, within... uh, the Hare Krishna movement and even in the uh, lives of our previous Acharyas and their followers that actually many devotees have laid down their lives uh, in the course of uh, trying to fulfill the mission of the spiritual master because the mission of Sula Prabhupada uh, is to uh, uh, help people to understand their eternal relationship with the personality of Godhead Krishna Because forgetting our eternal relationship with Krishna is the root cause of all sufferings in this world. So in some of the communist countries, uh, you know, some of the women, some of the men uh, were captured by government authorities, tortured, some killed, uh, you know, in many different ways, in many different ways. You know, devotees have uh, literally sacrificed their life to spread Krishna consciousness sometimes in very dangerous circumstances. Or, uh, not having sacrificed their life, they sometimes got the fair beating. (laughs) And, um, have you? So, but they were prepared. They were prepared. I have God brothers who. in that situation, uh, always beaten to death, and uh, so just trying to chant Hare Krishna for uh, the benefit of others. So that's the actual uh, purple of that. And now, therefore, um, we see that in the Bhagavad Gita, this is this is this philosophy is there in the Bhagavad Gita in verse. Uh, 241. The other side of the car would hear, Eke Kuru Nandana, Bhagwashakri Nantas Cha, would hail with Sayanam. Those who are resolute on this path are resolute in purpose, and their aim is one. O beloved child of the Kuru, the intelligence of those who are irresolute is many branched. <coughs> And Shiva Prabhupada says that in the purple, a strong faith that by Krishna consciousness one will be elevated to the highest perfection of life is called Vyadasayatmika intelligence. So that as we said that intelligence that by Helping people revive their Krishna consciousness you solve all the problems of the world. And, But that Krishna consciousness, Prabhupada says in the Purport, Service in Krishna consciousness is, however, be- best practiced under the able guidance of a spiritual master who is a bona fide representative of Krishna, who knows the nature of the student and who can guide him to act in Krishna consciousness. As such, to be well-versed in Krishna consciousness, one has to act firmly and obey the representative of Krishna. One should accept the instruction of the bona fide spiritual master as one's mission in life. Shri Viṣṇava Chakrabadi the core, instructs us in his famous prayers to the spiritual master as follows, vande By the satisfaction of the Spiritual Master, the Supreme Personality of Godhead become satisfied. And by not satisfying the Spiritual Master, there is no chance of being promoted to the plane of Krishna Consciousness. I should therefore meditate and pray for His mercy three times a day and offer my respectful obeisances under Him, my Spiritual Master. Hmm. So, now this Yavasat intelligence or um, single-minded intelligence is is practiced under the spiritual master. So here we see that the personnel of Godhead comes down to establish religious principles of religion so his representative, the spiritual master also comes to re-establish religious principles. So Krishna, he appeared 5,000 years ago and he appeared to demonstrate here is the personality of Godhead. There may be so many speculative understandings. What is God? Is God in person? When God appears, is he simply under the laws of material nature, perhaps in goodness like others? Uh, is there no God? Is God dead? God does God look like this? Does God look like that? So Krishna appeared to establish both Vijnana, realized knowledge, and to refute speculative knowledge. So when Krishna appears, he says, "Here I am. This is God. His body is under vigraha. It is composed. of it is completely spiritual by nature." and does not operate under any of the laws of material nature, not sattva, rajas or tamas. And his spiritual body is filled with unlimited potencies and unlimited uh, unlimited opulences of strength, uh, intelligence, beauty, uh, fame, uh, renunciation, yeah. Yeah. anyway there's six of them so when Krishna appears he establishes this is what the realized scriptures say is the nature of God he is sat number, vigraha. he is spiritual and here I am in the spiritual body to show that yes God actually exists and this is how a spiritual body acts I will marry 16,108 wives I will live with them. I will expand in sixteen thousand one hundred eight forms, and live with each one in a different palace. And each palace itself rivals anything that has ever been seen on Earth or in the heavenly planets. And this, these sixteen thousand palaces, along with my whole kingdom, will, will I will will be created, resting on the ocean. <laughs> so now. And that just, that just removes all doubt. What is, what is, who is God? What is God? What are his activities? Like that. And it establishes Vijnana or realized knowledge. The scriptures are saying God is like that. And when he appears, yes, God is exactly like the scriptures are saying. Now Prabhupada says in the purport that the Lord comes to establish such religious principles that are there, the realised spiritual teachings, Vijnana, and to refute speculative knowledge, and his representative comes to establish the same. So in such a way as when Krishna appears, we understand this is God, and here are the religious principles. When the Guru comes, we understand, oh, this is Guru, and this is not Guru. The scriptures say Guru has these qualities and we see that here, Here, this is what we see. And so, just as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appeared uh, to establish this uh, sankirtan movement and to proclaim Krishna as the Supreme personal Godhead, uh, he also uh, sent his devotee, such as Srila Prabhupada, to show the actual nature of the spiritual master who will uh, uh, propagate the mission of the Sankirtan movement to establish Krishna consciousness all over the world. So if such a person as Prabhupada hadn't appeared, we would actually never really know what a real guru is. To some degree, no. Especially because Srila Prabhupada After the god-brothers of his spiritual master somewhat spoiled the disciplic line uh, and quarreled among themselves, Srila Prabhupada then single-handedly took the teachings of Krishna consciousness and spread it all over the world, including India. Uh, and therefore, the whole world has the opportunity by studying uh, the teachings and the history and the activities of Srila Prabhupada, what is actual Guru. So you see from Srila Prabhupada, what is actual Guru and, and who is actually his personal godhead So, now, Therefore, and Srila Prabhupada in his books, uh, because he is the the one person, the only person who literally travelled all over the world and presented Krishna consciousness and fully established the teachings of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in his books, um, it is understood that he was selected by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu for this position, and his position is paramount, or the Adi Guru, or the Founder Chair of Iskon, and that as Prabhupada said, his books will be the law books of um, uh, this international society of Krishna consciousness, going into uh, you know way into the ten thousand years. So for all of us, for everyone, everyone will always come under the shelter of Shura Prabhupada, that he is the Shiksha Guru, uh, the, the principal uh, in the uh, uh, uh movement uh, uh, known as uh, Iskon. Shri Prabhupada's teachings are the teachings that we follow. And uh, which appear in his books. All the gurus in ISKCON, all the teachers, all the authorities, uh, all teach Same philosophy, and that is the philosophy presented by Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, which is established in Srila Prabhupada's books. Uh, And so, by for all of us developing that attachment as mentioned in these verses to Srila Prabhupada, that attachment allows us to become krishna consciousness as mentioned in the purport of bhagavad gita that gone? as mentioned in the purport of bhagavad gita 241 and in bishnu Chakrabadi the cause prayers that only by satisfying the spiritual master can one come to the plane of krishna consciousness and not otherwise therefore all of the teachers in ISKCON are helping us to understand the teachings presented by Srila Prabhupada. And by doing so, all of us ha- develop an attachment both to Sula Prabhupada as the uh, uh pre- he, who, who has, it is his teachings, his examples we are following throughout his school. So all of us will develop that attachment to Srila Prabhupada. And all of us will develop attachment to the wonderful devotees who are helping us to understand the teachings and the activities of Prabhupada. So we develop attachment to both the Srila Prabhupada and we develop attachment to both those devotees who help us to understand the teachings. And, and, and the teachings of Srila Prabhupada are such that we're meant to practically implement them in our life. That's the unique feature of uh, Krishna Consciousness. That in the 27 days a week and the 24 hours in our day we can actually take those teachings and implement them in a practical way in our life, so here in this verse, as we are saying, some people may take these verses in the wrong way. Well, my spiritual master has left. Perhaps I should, you know, leave my body. As we said, people have done some silly things in the course of time, uh, misunderstanding. You know, there's sections in the in the. teachings where Vilvamangal at the core, because he was so disturbed by seeing uh, that his eyes were looking for the uh, beautiful form of the Maya, that he plucked out his own eyes. God forbid anyone should follow that that example. So the practical application of Prabhupada's teachings, we also learn from Prabhupada very important, his teachings and how they're practically applied, Uh, and uh, those devotees who help us to understand that and practice it, they also, we become very attached to them as well, naturally. Um, That attachment develops, Uh, if it's not there immediately, there is a process by which we develop that attachment. So, to give an example of uh, an immediate attachment, actually, have Prabhupada said, "You know, when when his spiritual when he first met his spiritual master, uh, and he said, actually, at that time within his heart, the initiation was there. So it's that first meeting. He said, at that time." Is it formally, that came later. He said, that time... And he said, why? Why is that? Because I accepted him fully with my heart. So, because he accepted him fully, the attachment was immediately there. Uh, Therefore, in essence, that was initiation. Nor should we imitate that. (laughs) But the, uh, you know, the formal initiation he also took to teach us also. It must be there. Uh, You cannot just otherwise we don't know who's got some sentimental thing they're, they're claiming to be attached, but perhaps they're not. So another example of that uh, immediate attachment is the example of Shulabhakti Siddhanta, so is what they call. Uh, I'll just read this very short pastime of when he uh, uh, met his spiritual master uh, and took initiation. So this is, uh, this is from lives of the of Acharya's Great Vishnu. Uh, On the 22nd... uh, On June 22nd, 1914, at the Bhakti Bhavan in Calcutta, Srila Bhaktivinoda Kaur performed his pastime of disappearance. His Samadhi was established at Sri Svananda's Suttamda on December 27th, 1914. At this time... Siddhanta Saraswati, so he wasn't initiated yet, took up the work of publishing Sajjana Toshani and other books which had been left unpublished by Srila Bhaktivedanta at the court. On November 17, 1915, Srila Gauri Kishore Das Babaji Maharaj left the mortal world on the Uddhkana Ikodisy. No, 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 I've got my phone. There's my bookmarks here. I have two bookmarks. Do you have a No. <laughs> Wait a minute. Here we are, page 15. Siddhanta Saraswati had been engaged in regularly chanting the Maha Mantra and in the Nishima Mantra given to him by Shilabakana at the core. When he was in the seventh class and he had been worshipping the Korma discovered in laying the foundation of the Bhakti Bhavan in Calcutta since the age of seven. Without fail, he had been executing that worship and chanting since his boyhood, and from 1885 onward, he had received special training in printing, editing, etc. at the press at the Bhakti Bhavan. Thus, the young man was a very qualified candidate for becoming the disciple of a guru. Many pseudo-gurus, mantra peddlers, uh, of this Sahaja category, wanted to have him as their disciple to increase their false prestige. After all, Siddhanta Sarasvati was a magistrate's son. He was a strict renunciate from birth. He was learned and deeply attached to the scriptures. But Siddhanta Sarasvati was not interested in such pretenders. In 1898, after Srila Bhaktivinoda had constructed his residence in Navadvip Dam at Gojumadri and called it Svananda Sukarakunj, and sometime after the discovery of Lord Chaitanya's birth site by the and Srila Jagadhap Das Babaji, Srila Gauravishor Das Babaji arrived in Navadvip Dam to see the site of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's birth. And to hear the discourses of Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur. When he arrived, he was singing in ecstasy. His only possessions were the Chalasi mala, which he wore around his neck, and another set he kept in his hand for counting. He kept a few books, such as Narottam Das Thakur's works, Pratana, and Pramabhakti Chandrika. Gaurakasho Das Babaji had been performing bhajan for many years in Vrindavan. He was extremely renowned and was the disciple of Bhagavad Das Babaji, the disciple of Jagannath Das Babaji. He was not well educated and had been a grain merchant in his previous existence, but it was widely known that he was a liberated Paramahamsa of the highest caliber in the area of Rajamandala. At the time of his arrival, he was wearing a cap made of tiger skin and was carrying a basket of various items and materials for his service. He spotted Siddhanta Saraswati and offered him four or five pieces of knotted rope for chanting grounds, a lag stamp with the initials for Hare Krishna, the tiger skin cap and paraphernalia for worship. Gaurakishwad Das Babaji Maharaj had received the basket and cap from his spiritual master, Bhagavad Das Babaji. Siddhanta Saraswati was very attracted to Gaurakishwad Das Babaji's lotus feet at first sight. He was later later to comment with great humility. So this is from first sight, this is what he later commented, uh, Bhakti Siddhanta. I have been busy within this material world trying to bring sense gratification within the grasp of my hand. I have often thought that by obtaining the objects of sense gratification, all my shortcomings will be fulfilled. I often attained different facets that were indeed very rare, but my own personal shortcomings were never mitigated. In this material world, I have had the association of very high-class aristocratic persons. However, Seeing their various deficiencies, I could not offer them praise. The most merciful Supreme Lord, Sri Gordasundara, seeing me in such a lamentable condition at such a time of adversity, gave permission to his two dearest devotees, Srila Kaur and Srila Gaurakusha Das Babaji, to grant their blessings to me. Because I was always intoxicated with a worldly false ego, Wanting again and again self-appraisal, I deprived myself of my own real benefit. But because of the influence of my previous birth activities in devo- uh, uh, but because of the influence of my previous births' activities in devotional service, I came into the association of Srila Bhaktivedanta Das who was the form of my spiritual well-wisher, my spiritual master, Srila Gorakheshwar Das Babaji would go and visit Srila the Core and many times would reside with him. Srila the Kaur, out of his compassion for other living entities, pointed out my spiritual master, Srila Gloricka Das Babaji, upon seeing my spiritual master, the extent of my worldly false ego diminished. I knew that all the other living entities who had taken the human form of life were also fallen and low like myself. But by gradually observing the spiritual character of my Master, I realized that only a Vaishnava could reside in this material world and be of exemplary character. That was his impression. So then the story goes on. As Srila the cause urging the young man approached Srila Dasbabaji Das Babaji for initiation in the month of Marg in the year 1900. Srila Dasbabaji Das Babaji expressed reluctance to accept him, knowing Siddhanta Saraswati to be a great scholar. Finally, when Siddhanta Saraswati pleaded with him for initiation, Gaurakishwa Das Babaji replied, Mahaprabhu will be asked. If he gives permission, your desire will be fulfilled. On another day, Siddhanta Saraswati approached him and again asked, What was Mahaprabhu's order? Gaurakishwara Das Babaji replied, I forgot to ask. The third time, Babaji Maharaj was requested, he replied, I asked, I did not receive the command of Mahaprabhu. Siddhanta Saraswati then stood up, his heart breaking, and said, You Shri Taitanya Mahaprabhu and Sri Guru Kishore are both worshippers of Krishna, the Crest Jewel of the borgies. Therefore, why will you take mercy on some? Why will you take mercy on someone dedicated to ordinary morality like me? In his pastimes, as the exemplary teacher, Mahaprabhu has given instructions on the worship of Krishna the crest jewel of the Borges. Therefore, why will he give the command to take mercy on me? But, <laughs> if there is no mercy, weeping and weeping, I can sustain my life no more. If I do not receive your mercy, I do not see any need in holding on to life and thus indicating his readiness to take his life, Siddhanta Salvatthi began to cry. Sri Lantvara Kishore Das Babaji's heart was melted to see this, so he told him to take bath in the Salvatthi and then come back to him. At the time of initiation, he gave Siddhanta Sarasvati the name Sri Vaisalvarnamidee Daita Das. This pastime. time, there is a striking resemblance to the relationship between Narayana Das the Kaur and Lokanath Goswami. Lokanath Goswami was also an extremely humble and renowned Paramahamsa who was reluctant to take any disciples, considering himself unqualified. But finally accepted Narayana Das the Kaur as his only disciple. It shows how eager and determined one must be for the mercy of a pure devotee of Krishna. And of course that's what we take from this, Uh, not that we should run around trying to jump off bridges, but we should show uh, that single-minded determination and within our hearts we should have that mood. that what value does this life have if I cannot have the mercy uh, of the uh, actual representative of the personality of Godhead uh, and as described uh, in the purport to verse, back of the year to verse 241, one should have a living spiritual master. You know, it describes there that the spiritual master knows how to guide this disciple. And so, coming in the line from Srila from Prabhupada, those personalities who very expertly are able to present the teachings of Siddha Prabhupada and uh, what we should learn from Prabhupada's activities. Uh, We should uh, take from such persons uh, guidance from a living uh, Shiksha or Diksha Guru, both, and in this way uh, take that as our life and soul. How do we develop such attachment? we develop such a attachment as we become more familiar with the spiritual master, with Krishna, we understand that they have given something which is an incomparable gift of eternal blissful life to us Who are unqualified for such a gift. And naturally when we come across persons of such, uh, uh, you know, compassion in this world, uh, you know, you see, (laughs) we have a, in this world because of the coronavirus in Australia we have a toilet paper issue. (laughs) There's no compassion. No compassion, you know. All the poor elderly people and you know, people who have some difficulty who cannot fight their way through, the, you know, to the toilet paper aisles, they're just going to be sad, even though they may be more qualified to, you know, have it. Some people have urgent need for toilet paper, <laughs> but here, you know, so in the world, you'll not find anyone like the spiritual master and, and who, t- who will risk their life. To give Krishna consciousness to others who may not even be qualified to accept that. So it's natural if once we get to understand the glories of the spiritual master, actual spiritual masters who follow in the footsteps of Srila Prabhupada in the line of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, one will naturally become very attached to them. And if we become attached to their instructions, then even if they leave this world, then uh, we will feel their full presence within their instructions, and in this way, our life will be successful. So I'm just going to leave it there if anyone has any questions or comments. I heard... I... Um, I don't really say... that um, the next world vacharya will be a woman. What do you think about that statement? Well, we already have a world vacharya,
1: don't we? What's that? What
0: do you think about that statement? Well, yeah. Uh, and, and he has feelings. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's interesting because we already have a love of Yeah. yeah. I, it struck me as being slightly offensive. Mm-hmm. That, that, you know, there's this notion that there's going to be another love of Yes. That's yeah. good as Prabhupada. Mm-hmm. Whereas the prediction is that uh, we the Senate won't be that, but counts. And I don't... I, it, it disturbs me because it kind of makes God's position... It diminishes his position as the preeminent six-year guru in the family of Cho at this time. Yeah. And I, I don't think that role or that position can be easily duplicated by well, anyone who knows about a male or female. I was giving the, that's right, I was giving the example at the beginning of class that when Prabhupada was in Mayapur and there was one son devotee, devote and Prabhupada went down to the bank leaning on that dis- disciple taking his hand and then when he got down he pushed him away and he said this is the impersonals mentality, you know that they take advantage of the Guru and then when they've got what they want then they reject them. And of course the interesting thing is the only way someone although you know what happened, but the only someone the only way someone can actually become an acharya is that they actually take the help from Srila Prabhupada. They they, they 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 will study his books, they will take advantage of his movements, uh, take everything that he is given so that they can become a guru and then becoming a self proclaimed world guru, they have done it. Uh, by the grace of Shri Prabhupada, and then rejected him, and it's the same philosophy. Prabhupada's response to that is the story of the uh, the tiger and the mouse, <laughs> which you know is a very nice story, and uh, that we will see. You know that that will play out many times. There's no doubt that people want to take those positions, but uh, this will be the the story that we tell before and after those events, and that is that. Um, there was a little mouse who approached a great, powerful yogi because the mouse was being chased by a cat, and um, so the yogi, who could understand the mouse, what do you want? So you know the yogi is meditating in the cave. I'm being chased by this cat. What do you want then? I want to be a strong cat. Become a cat. So he transformed him into a cat. Cat went away. Comes back later. What do you want? I'm being chased by dogs. But what do you want? I want to become a dog. Become a dog. Goes out, big dog. Comes back. Now I'm being chased by, what's it the next? So, bigger dogs or something. Jackals or something. So, what do you want? I want to become tiger. Become a tiger. So then the tiger is sitting there looking at the yogi. The eyes, licking his lips. What do you want? I want to eat you. Oh, again become a mouse. Squeak, squeak, squeak. (laughs) That is the only thing that will happen. (laughs) So, you know, from world of Choway to mouse, that will become. But uh, we we have... You know, when I was on the farm, um, there was a, a very famous guru who although claiming to uh, you know teach from the same books as Srila Prabhupada etc was always undermining Srila Prabhupada's uh, stature and uh, um, so when some of the members of the farm said to me oh he's doing a seminar you know over the weekend right next to the farm let's go see him and I, I immediately I, I felt unchanged, you know, immediately when they said, I said, why do I want to see him? I said, it's like, you know, saying that to me is like if, if uh, someone says to the wife or the husband, you know, says so she's married, she loves her husband, and someone, the neighbours is going, oh, there's a nice man moved into the neighborhood, come and see him. And the wife thinking, what? I have my, there's nothing to look at. There's no interest, you know. It's just unchaste even, even to be inquisitive like that. So um, here we have this philosophy here: how you know one is, uh, you know, the proper mood of love and attachment to the spiritual master is one is prepared to die. But we cannot invent a new philosophy where we want the spiritual master to disappear. <laughs> It's a whole different philosophy. This is the actual teaching. But But let's leave it there. Thank you very much for your comment. Hare Krishna.